0: What's up, everybody? Uh, good to be back. Uh, I had one critic this week that complained about the ads. Told me to chill, it. chill, <laughs> cut them out. That's enough. You can skip them. You can skip the ads. You know that, right? This little button on the right. Hit it. Skips it. Skip, skip, skip. Get to the interview or the conversation, whatever the fuck we're doing here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but I get it. I get it. No one wants to hear that every episode, whatever. But I do want to say that um, this show is funded by those purchases. You know, people that cop something from allineedskate.com. It directly helps me keep this show going, you know? frees me up to do it. Uh, so I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys. Because uh, this thing has been a fucking epic journey for me. I, I'm not even sure how many episodes, but I don't know. And growing. Uh, well, I guess that's it. Short and today's guest man is cody davis and uh i've known cody for a while now it was nice to like re-meet him and cody's a fucking solid dude and uh my friend dry,
1: dry, dry, and i was like
0: yo this is crazy like i gotta I, I gotta get on i gotta get on this. i just love the skating and the scene rain rain go away all i need is a skateboard today Board today, Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and all-I-Need skate founder, Anthony Shetler.
1: So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it.
0: Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly.
1: Get on this thing. (laughs) Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me. And you learn some tricks or whatever, and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know? The other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Dude. Yeah, the admiration, or the, the affirmation.
0: Real recognized real.
1: If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like, for me, I just loved it. Like, I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do.
0: Nice, Cody. Um, for the people out there, can you let them know where you're at right now?
1: I'm in Minnesota, Coon huh. Rapids, Minnesota, at my girlfriend's house. What? What city? Coon Rapids. Nice. It's a suburb of Minneapolis,
0: about ten minutes out. Frigid, frozen Minnesota. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. You're just saying you're get you're about to get out of winter, though, huh?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was a rough one this year. I mean, now it's starting. It's raining right now, but it snowed yesterday. Hopefully that's the last time for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah, man. I love Minnesota, though.
0: Yeah, you grew up there, right? Yeah, I
1: did. Nice. I went back and forth from California to Minnesota.
0: Nice. Well, cool. maybe maybe take us through your upbringing, man. Like, um, did you grow up in the same spot you're at right now?
1: No. Well, I was born in in Minnesota and then I was raised in Richfield, Minnesota until I was about five years old and then my parents uh, took us to Ramsey, Minnesota, which is about 30 minutes away from the cities and I basically grew up in that house and that's where everything like started basically and happened.
0: What was it what was it like growing up for you man? Do you live with your mom and your dad, both your parents?
1: Yeah I live with both my parents and one sister. Um, it was good growing up though. You know, it had its ups and downs, but I'm thankful I was raised the way I was. Yeah, where I where I grew up, it was a good area.
0: Yeah, that can make all the difference sometimes. Just if you have a good area and people are looking after you, you can get you can take advantage of that in a good way. Absolutely. How how did you um first get into skating? What was your first introduction to skating? Not sponsorship, none of that shit, but just like just seeing a board and getting hyped on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my mom's brother, my uncle Todd. So uh, the first time I got introduced to skating was through him. Like uh, I used to play hockey, but then I got kind of dropped out of that because uh, that's kind of what my dad wanted me to do, and I wasn't really into it anymore. And then I saw my uncle skateboarding one day, and he brought his skateboards over to the house, and he was alling over his deck on flat ground. Nice. He's basically the one who inspired me, you know. And then there was a neighbor also that lived right next to me, Mikey Spooner. Um, he helped me learn how to kickflip and stuff, and yeah, that's that's basically how it started.
0: <laughs> Were you any good at hockey?
1: Yeah, I played. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't the best. My dad was my coach and stuff for a while, but uh, yeah, I can still play hockey. I'm I'm not that good at it probably anymore. I haven't played in a few years, but. I was in, I was on, I was on a team for about like two or three years in elementary school, the beginning of elementary school, and uh, yeah, but I was playing hockey since I was like two though, from like two until I was like eight years old or something like that.
0: Wow, two years old? That's crazy.
1: Yeah, my dad got me on the skates early, so.
0: Damn, that's where your center balance probably came from, huh? Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> what
0: what made what made you choose skateboarding over hockey? Or did you even have to choose, or did?
1: Uh, I honestly don't know. It was definitely just seeing the skateboard and cruising. It was just like being free, you know. It was like once I hopped on a skateboard, it was just over. Yeah, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. And yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can relate to that I just, one.
1: I just fell in love with it. Yeah.
0: That's sick, man. Well, so r- around what age did you get your first board?
1: My first skateboard. Uh, I think it was my first, like, fake board, it was a Hot Wheels board. That, <laughs> nice. That, that broke, but then my first real skateboard was a, uh, a Tony Hawk board, Birdhouse,
0: and it had, like,
1: the, the Hawk skull on it, the OG one.
0: Yeah, fuck it, yeah, that one was sick.
1: Yeah, me and my sister shared that board for, like, a few years. What, so, your sister skates too? Yeah, she used to skate. I mean, she has a longboard now, but she used to be able to tray flip, fakie tray, fakie burial flip. She was getting really good, and uh, she just found another passion to do. So,
0: what's she doing now?
1: Uh, she graduated college for what is that? Is cosmetology for hair and stuff? Nice. I believe that's what it is. Yeah. So she's a hairstylist now in Minneapolis and uh, works at a nice little salon down there. And she's married now.
0: Fuck yeah. Sounds like she's crushing yeah. it. Yeah. That's cool. You, you got a lady, Cody?
1: Yes, I do. Her name's Megan. She's actually over there hiding.
0: Nice, <laughs> Megan. What up, Megan?
1: <laughs> said, what
0: up, Megan. <clears throat> he says, Hi. Nice. All right, so we get aboard. We're shredding. And your sister's shredding with you. Is there any local parks around? What, how do you survive in the winters?
1: Okay, so... Um, growing up, like, one of the first skate parks that I really skated was Sand Creek Skate Park, and that's in Coon Rapids, where I'm at now. They had a mini ramp, and uh, a couple flat bars there, and a spine and stuff. I just learned how to rock to fakie and tail stall on that mini ramp. Um, yeah, and then, a- after that, though, like, the first real indoor skate park that I went to was Third Layer off of Lake Street in Minneapolis, and, uh. That's basically where everything started for me there, like, and then they moved from Lake Street to, to Golden Valley, Minnesota, and I just remember skating there every single day, like from when I was like eight years old all the way up until now, still skate there all the time.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it's like your stomping grounds because I watch the Instagram and uh, the other social media feeds, and I always see clips there, and that park I went through there years ago couple times and that park is so epic it seems like you guys got something special going on there
1: yes we do man it's a it's an amazing skate park one of the best there's also familia skate shop where i mean familia headquarters you probably heard of it steve Messer. yep runs that over there and that's an awesome indoor skate park too so that's ma- basically how we make it through the winters here is those indoor skate parks if we didn't have those we'd probably be fucked
0: yeah <laughs> how, how far apart are those two from each other
1: uh about Ten minutes, depending on traffic.
0: Nice. Not too far. Damn, that's pretty good, though. Then, so if you get bored with one, you just ten minute drive and you're over there. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's sick. It's hard to have those fucking things like to keep a skate park open because then summertime comes and everyone's like, "Fuck that! I'm going outside. We're going to skate the cities." <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. They, they must. Yeah, that's true.
0: Do you ever do uh, skateboard lessons? Uh,
1: last year I was doing them more, but it wasn't really full-time and I kind of need like now I'm starting now I'm working for a medical company delivering specimens and stuff but yeah I did do I did do skate camps and I plan on doing them again soon it's more of a seasonal thing there yeah yeah, third layer but yeah it's awesome working with the kids man it hypes me up it motivates me
0: yeah, I mean, definitely motivates them too, so... Yeah, for yeah. Sh- for sure, dude. I love the skateboard lessons because it keeps you, like, um... You have to kind of think about how to teach someone it. So it breaks it down to the fundamentals again for you. You have to relearn it kind of by explaining it. And that seems to help. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it just feels good being able to teach some kids, like, what you learned growing up, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah. And it's cool because...
1: Definitely, definitely rewarding.
0: Yeah, and I'm glad dudes like you do skateboard lessons or have done them in the past because... It's important for the people that live and love skateboarding to, like, share it with other people and give them a good experience, like, coming into skateboarding. Because sometimes, like, there's dudes that, like, just don't ever talk to a little kid and he's just like, oh, skaters are kind of dicks. And then they don't, like, get into it. But if the people that love it share it with people, it seems to spread, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. So Sorry, you're kind of
0: cutting out right there. But. N- no, it's okay. How's the connection now? Pretty good? Yeah, good. All right, if you find, like, a good spot to chill, that way it won't, the signal won't move too much. <clears throat> um, I wanted to ask about third layer skating there, and, uh, did you compete a lot? I know they had contests there.
1: Yeah, um, competing at third layer, uh, I remember, I think one of the first contests I ever skated was King of the Grounds contest. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, those were just all around fun, just staying with all the homies, and they still do have contests there, though, but yeah, King of the Grounds is the one that basically started out for me in contests, and, and uh, the church that I used to go to, they had like a mini ramp there, uh, they had a couple contests there as well, and yeah. Uh, Yeah, third layer, King of the Grounds, that's what started.
0: (laughs) Were you, were you, did you find contests hard? Did they make you nervous? How do you approach a contest? Are you into them nowadays? Sorry for the five questions, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like skating contests. Um, I, back in the day, I definitely used to take them way more seriously
0: when I was younger, and I would get upset if I didn't
1: place, like, a certain thing, or, like anything like that but now i just like try to have fun if i skate a contest that's what it's about is just having a good time and skating with your homies and uh, that's what it's always been about but like when it comes to the prize and stuff when you're at a young age it kind of bumps you out if you don't get a you don't place in (laughs) in the place that you wanted to or expected to
0: yeah yeah, that's cool. I I like contests too. I've never really been good at them. I always kind of get jello legs. But I just like show, like you were saying, like it's about the homies, the day, everyone can hype each other up, and like people can just leave stoked and know they fucking shredded and get some appreciation. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so move us along into uh, sponsorship territory. What's the first? Was the park third layer? Was that your first sponsor or a skate shop?
1: Yeah, third layer was my first skate shop sponsor and my only one so far so nice yeah they've been with me since day one day once
0: <laughs> that's dope uh, I really appreciate
1: them They're like family
0: they are family so. yeah so you rode for them and then cause I know you ended up on world industries but were there any sponsors before that I'm trying to figure out the path from uh, third layer being young and then getting into getting sponsored and getting paid to skate
1: yeah um so, Third Layer was my first sponsor, and then uh, the Third Layer Tales from the Fish House video dropped when I was about 10 years old 10 yeah. or 11. Tales from the and Fish? Af- after that video dropped, I got on World Industries, and yeah. World Industries was my first like major sponsor. Damn, sick. Anyway, I, rode, I rode for World for about 10 years, or almost 10 years, something like that. Eight years. Uh, yeah, it was definitely. It is surreal for me being able to ride for a company like that at such a young age. Yeah, that's... Something that I've always always looked up to, like Flame Boy and Wet Willie. like... <laughs> yeah, they're... Was my second board, too, was a, a World Industries board.
0: That's so sick. Yeah, they're a heavy brand, dude. They got a rich heritage, a rich history, and uh, there seemed like there was a moment with World where you were kind of the centerpiece of, that, of the skate team and everything. I know I came on later on, but before I came on, what was it... When you got on World, who, who was there and what were they doing?
1: Uh, so I think uh, when I got on World, one of the the first team manager, I think, it was Al Partnan. You probably know who Al Partnan is. Yeah, Shredder. But, yeah, Creature Dude. I remember he was sending me boards for a while. And then the team riders at the time uh, were like Ben Gore. Sick. Uh, yeah, Graham Bickerstaff.
0: Damn Nolly Hardflips. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: dude. Best Nolly Hardflips. And uh Curtis Calamonico.
0: Fuck yeah, Curtis is the man.
1: Yeah, Curtis is the man. He's such a good dude. <laughs> um yeah, that was that was basically the team then. And then uh what's that uh what's that other girl's name? Was it Lauren Perkins? Warren? Lauren Perkins, yeah, she was on the team as well. Shredder. I remember her LP board, the Louis Vuitton knockoff. Um, Yeah. And then I remember the first ad that I ever shot, Rhino shot my ad from Thrasher. What? Yeah. I was so nervous, like, skating with all those dudes, going out, skating the the spot and uh, shooting my first ad.
0: Why were you nervous?
1: Just skating with all these dudes that I looked up to, and I've seen the magazines and stuff.
0: So yeah, heavy, right? Yeah, it was really
1: heavy. But it was
0: definitely life changing, man. It was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's sick. Rhino actually, I believe, from Massachusetts, where I'm from. It's pretty sick. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a solid dude as well. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, do you remember? Do you remember getting your first check from skateboarding? Because that's always oh, a uh, not everyone reaches that, and it's a strange thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think my first check was, uh, I think I, I wasn't getting paid from World Industries when I first got on the team. I was just like on the team. And I, they got me an ad and stuff. And then my second ad was, I believe like a switch basement down a four block. And David Loy had helped me get on Destructo trucks. Nice. I remember I had a, a destructo sticker on the bottom of my board and in the sequence it was like there was like a couple frames where the destructo sticker was showing and then uh they hooked me up with photo incentive for that so i think that was like the first time i ever got paid for skateboarding it was just unbelievable it was like whoa i could really, really do this like <laughs> yeah <that's>
0: awesome <laughs> yeah that's a trip right <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially because you started so how, how young how, how old were you when you started skating
1: um, when I actually like start started skating, I was about six years old. And then when I also, I also BMX and rollerbladed too. I'd, <laughs> nice <laughs> so reach. I, like, I was doing all three of those. Rocket power. So, uh, yeah, rocket power. Sick.
0: <laughs> you could be Otto. I'll be Reggie. We'll fucking get down. <laughs> um, what about when you got your first check? How old are you for skating? Roughly. my
1: first, my first check, like the photo inside of one. Yeah. Uh, I
0: think I was like 12 or 13 years old. Holy shit. <laughs> That's yeah, early.
1: I was, I was really
0: young. Was yeah, that weird? Yeah. Were your parents like, why are you getting money for skateboarding? Like, Because a 12-year-old doesn't know what to do with like $100, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I just gave the money to my mom and had her
1: hold on to it. And whatever I wanted to get with it, she would give it
0: to me. Solid. That's nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm grateful for that. But. Yeah. Um, I also rode for N.S., you know, NS Clothing yep. back in the day? Hell yeah. Uh, How'd that come to be? I honestly don't remember how it came to play, but uh, I just remember th- it came to Third Lair one day and I was skating a demo with all the dudes and um, yeah, and I met I met all the guys that rode for him. I forgot, I forgot the, uh, the owner's name. How could I forget that? Um, he's a legend, man.
0: Uh, it'll come to you. I'm sure it'll come to you. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, they gave me a... They also gave me a photo instead of a little contract thing, and I never got any photos in the magazine with an NS sticker, but it was still cool that I got to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: definitely
0: yeah. Fuck yeah. Did you feel like... Because you're young and all this is happening, and, like, did you feel like you were going to have a... Like, you're building a career in skateboarding? Like, did you know yeah. what was going on? Like, when you're 12 years old and you're starting to get checks from skating?
1: Sorry, could you repeat that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, did you know what was going on when you are 12 years old and you're starting to get checks? Did you feel like... Did you know you were, like, building a career or, or... Did you know what you were doing or was it just, like, you're getting checks to skate? Like, I just wonder what it'd be like to be 12 years old and have sponsors and then be getting some checks and...
1: I feel like when I was getting, like... When I was that young... Like the money didn't really matter. It really didn't matter to me. I probably didn't. I wasn't even thinking of it like that. I was just like, "Wow, I can, I can skate and make money. This is awesome." Yeah. So, yeah, I I was just, yeah, I was just so young. I probably didn't, wasn't even really conscious of it. Yeah. I was just, I was just skating every day. That's all I ever wanted to do was just skate every day. (laughs) Yeah. I knew that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, and if I could build a career out of it, then so be it. You know
0: yeah is it how'd you you just knew it you like because for me it was kind of similar too. like when i found skating it was like it wasn't really like i knew i wanted to make money off of skateboarding, it was like i just want to do this until i'm dead basically you're just like don't want to stop doing and the same for you because i I watch you online and i'm like dude the truth is whoever's skating that's the truth you know like when you meet someone or you see someone you've seen that haven't seen a long time and they've been shredding you're like they're probably doing good in life because they're skating they're like stuck to that like principle um but yeah, you, you, like even with the recession and the sponsors pulling away, like like everybody had to face in skateboarding. Like you still fucking shred. I watch your Instagram. Like this guy clearly wasn't doing it for sponsorship and fame. You know, like what's that? You just had that since you were little. That little spark.
1: Yeah, that's it. I, I, my dad told me when my dad told me when I was really young, he's like, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So like when he told me that. I really considered making a career out of skateboarding because, like, I knew it's what I love, and if I could build a career out of skateboarding, like, that would be a blessing, you know? It's just a dream come true. Yeah. But I was definitely really, really young at that age and kind of thrown into it, and I didn't really understand, like, about the money concept, so...
0: uh, Yeah. Yeah, at 12, it's strange to, like... To take on a responsibility like that or whatever. It's probably smart to give it to your mom and like let them kinda you know what I mean? Like yeah. if I was twelve yeah. years old and I was making checks from skateboarding, like who know who knows what happens with that money? Yeah, by all means, plug it in. Um sick. so what's going on what's going on lately, man? I've been seeing you at third layer. You said you've been working. Um, have you traveled at all lately?
1: Uh the last last time i really traveled um it was to tampa am this or yeah was it 2016 the one that just yeah yeah the one that just happened uh i had skated a third layer contest like two weeks before tampa and i fractured my ankle and i still went out to tampa i made a gofundme because i thought i was going to be able to skate and um people like helped me out with money to make it out there and stuff and I iced my foot as much as I could until I got out there. And, like, I, the day of the qualifier, uh, I tried cruising around, and my leg was just giving out on me. And that was the last time I traveled, so I couldn't even skate Tampa that year. But next, this year coming up, I'm definitely going to go back there. I'm going to try and be as healthy as I can. Yeah. Go have fun with all the homies and be able to skate that awesome park.
0: How how'd you hurt your foot?
1: Uh, I was trying... Well, there's a vert wall at third layer. I tried going up the vert wall and wall riding on the top thing really. and popping back in. And while well, I still landed it, but my knee buckled and like I sat back on my leg and my ankle and my knee and it just like turned floppy after that and I still rode away. It was probably one of the Whoa. worst things I've ever experienced in my life.
0: You fucking rode away from it though like that? <laughs> yeah. Gnarly. So, somehow, <laughs> Damn, that's impressive though. You, you really gotta be committed. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, what's, up? what's
0: the rehab on that, Cody? Uh, the
1: rehab on that is probably about a month or so. Yeah. So like, it was like two weeks after I got back from Tampa. That's when I could like skate fully again. But my Achilles tendon, like, is still sore to this day. Sometimes, like. Yeah. It was, my, it was
0: really bad. It's part of it, that's part of the game, man. Anyone who's been skating for as long as we have like, knows that you get these injuries and you just got to get over them. You know, it takes time. You take the lumps. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's true. That's It's good. Definitely, definitely better to let it heal than jump into it too quick.
0: Solid yeah, advice, because I would be the opposite when I was younger. I would just be too antsy to skate, couldn't sit in my own skin, so... I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm close enough to being healed, and then I'd go skate, and then, or my problem is, I like to linger around skate parks and, like, film, and even when I'm hurt, I'm like, I'll just go hang out somewhere with skaters, and then I'm end up on the fucking board, you know? <laughs> and yeah, the next I, thing you know, you're doing some uh, trick, and then you're fucking hurt again, and you're like, ah, oh, uh, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes when you're trying to rush it.
0: Yeah, it's good that you take take your time. I'm I'm much better about that nowadays.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still
0: learning. <laughs> yeah, Don't know how to be patient with it. You said you're 23 now. Yeah. Nice. That's crazy to think, 'cause like, I've known of you. I've known you for so long. Like, seen you in magazines before we met. Even then, we met. We hung out, and it's crazy to think that you're only 23. Now, I feel like you I feel like you're older, but that's sick. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> 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 made <it. laughs> I made it. I made it. Yeah, I
1: think one of our first trips was to Salt Lake City. I think that was like when I was 16. I think that was the first time I really even hung out and skated with you. Was that with Jared Lucas?
0: Yeah, man. Uh, well, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure, dude. That Salt Lake trip trip was so sick. I re- I remember skating all the spots, and I had never been there before. It was so cool. Yeah. And
1: yeah, I was. Like- Bus there. Yeah,
0: remember that one that was in, like, the middle of that neighborhood, and it had that quarter pipe and the, the humps and stuff? It was, like, in a... Oh, yeah. In the middle of, like, a neighborhood, right? It was,
1: like, it was meant for skating. I'm pretty sure it wasn't meant for skating.
0: I think it was, but it just didn't even look like a skate park. It just looked like architecture, kind of, you know? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's probably that Yeah. I I remember when I was getting on World and you were on, dude, I was like, this kid is like so fucking good, dude. You were shredding. And then to meet you and see how good you were in person, too, I was like, this guy is some next level shit. <laughs> no.
1: I don't know. I, I feel I, I put yeah, you... I've, I've looked up to you, too, for a really long time. I think the first time I ever saw you was at Damn Man, Minnesota, like 2003. Hell yeah. And you uh, was that Andrew Cannon that won that
0: year? I think so. <laughs> Probably. He was going for the gold, for sure. Yeah, dude. I, I
1: was in awe that whole year. I was, yeah. I was crazy watching all that, man.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. There's certain dudes that I've know that i met that just have something that's a little spark in them that, and they're really good at skating. And you're one of the dudes I've met. So, <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Take let's move let's we'll go back and then we'll move forward. So what happens what's the departure from world and I know were you living in California too?
1: I was living in California for a while. Um,
0: Maybe start there. F- Maybe start there, moving out to California.
1: So moving out to California, uh I f- like when I was 12 years old, I went out and stayed with David Loy and his family. Nice. Uh Loy's—they're really awesome. Awesome family. Good people. Uh, yeah, they let me stay at their house for about a month and just brought me skating everywhere. show me all the spots. show me Hollywood, Wilshire. Uh, and just like all those spots that I've like seen in videos growing up. And just like, no way! Like I'm actually being able to skate these spots. Crazy. yep Yeah, and then I went back. Then I was just like back to Minnesota for a while And when I think when I was about 15 years old That's when I actually made the move out to California And uh, I went and stayed with Charlie Thomas um, Nice Me and, du- me and Dustin Blavell were staying at Charlie's apartment With him and Cody uh, Cody Cahaw
0: Hell yeah I remember uh, Cody, Cody's the man
1: Yeah, Cody's the man
0: what was that like? So you guys moved out there together? Because Dustin's—he's not from Minnesota, is he? Isn't he Detroit?
1: Yeah, he's from Detroit. We didn't really move out there; we were just staying out there for a while. Uh, at, we were staying at Charlie's house for like a month, I think. About that. Oh,
0: you both were on World, so he flew you guys out, probably.
1: Yeah, he did. Nice. He just let us stay there, and then, uh, and then I went to Black Box like some black box contest one day and i met this group of dudes and it ended up being fucking nick merlino joel, Mor- joel morganwick and another homie sean mccormick and uh we were all staying in like a hotel for like a couple weeks and then we ended up wanting to get a place in long beach so we all like threw down on on the security deposit first and last month's around, and got this dope ass house in long beach hell yeah um it was definitely crazy being that young, being able to have my own house and my own room and stuff. I was only 15 years old. Jesus. So I, I wasn't on the lease or anything, but, like, I had my own room and stuff, so it was really fucking crazy. And you're
0: on your own. I mean, you're with a bunch of yeah. fucking other savages, but you're on your own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about school? What about schooling?
1: Uh, I was homeschooled... Well, I went to elementary school, then I was homeschooled from 6th grade until ninth grade, and then I dropped out in ninth grade. Uh... Then I basically just lived in California and was just skating every day. Nice. Uh, yeah, I was homeschooled.
0: How's homeschool? Is it pretty chill?
1: Yeah, it's pretty chill. Just get to do your work on your own time and stuff. And uh, I would just wake up at ten a.m. and then do my work and do do what I needed to do, and then just go and skate. That was that's was what I did every day. That was the routine.
0: Yeah, you're like an old man. You got a schedule and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, have, do you have any pets?
1: Uh, yeah, I have two. My, well, my parents have two dogs right now, so.
0: What kind of pups?
1: Uh, Aussie Doodles, Australian Shepherd Poodle Mix.
0: What? What does that look like? Just kind of wild?
1: <laughs> they look like black poodles, basically. But Sick. You can tell they have, like, something else in them. They don't look, they're not all, like, skinny and scrawny like a like a poodle. They're more built. Yeah. But they're, like, they're the best dogs, though. I love them so much. Hell Yeah. They're good dogs. They're really hyper. the well, the little one, Oliver. He's he's a jumper. He'll jump up on you no matter what. He's, him he's more of a wise old man.
0: Hell yeah, that one. Yeah, they're, a,
1: they're good dogs, man.
0: That's sick. Yeah, my I got two dogs. I got Elwood, who's like my wise old man. That's him. Yep. And then Emma. We just got Emma. Um, you just got? Is it another? Um, no. You, got, you have a Dachshund. Yeah, long-haired dachshund, and, and uh, we got a uh, different type of dog. We got, I don't know what she is, she's like a mix. She's kind of looks like a Boston Terrier, but she's kind of jacked, got shoulders and shit on her. She's pretty cut. <laughs> awesome. And she's wild. She likes to cuddle, and like she fucking, like I woke up this morning, and she had her paw across my face, and was just licking the shit out of my face. And I was so tired, I was like, couldn't even fight her off. <laughs>
1: That was this morning?
0: Yeah. And then... Yeah, I love dogs, dude. They fucking are the sickest things. I think dogs are better than humans, for the most part.
1: (laughs) Yeah, all they do is love. They're just... They're they're always there for you.
0: Yeah. I think it's because they can't really communicate with language, and language gets mucky, and they don't have to deal with that. But they just, you know, they just want to go out, eat. We got to kind of take care of them, you know? Domesticated animals. (laughs) Um... All right, I got a random question, all right? All
1: right,
0: I'm ready. Um, you might not know all three, but let's start with a... We're going to do top three favorite movies. Maybe nail one. Maybe you got all three, I don't know. All right.
1: First one, uh, Tenacious D, Picadillo.
0: Oh, gnarly, perfect. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I, I watch that movie like every single day. I know, I, I know all the lyrics. <laughs> Every, almost every word for word. I haven't watched it in a couple years, but that's probably my all-time favorite
0: movie. I'm so glad I know that about you now. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's one.
1: Let me think of another
0: one. See, my theory is you don't really know yourself till you know your top three. They're gonna change, but you gotta at least gotta define them once. You know, you gotta be like top three now, and then you can you can readjust them as you watch more content. You know, but so you got yeah. one. We gotta get two though, if you can get two.
1: I think casino.
0: Oh, oh, you got legendary ones. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Menace to Society. Those, those are probably my top
1: three.
0: Fuck yeah, that's a solid top three. Menace to Society is the best. Yeah,
1: it is best.
0: <laughs> He's got his fucking little slippers and his AK. <laughs> um, that's a solid top three. You want to hear mine? Yeah. Me All right. Here. I'm sure the people on the podcast have heard it multiple times, but Forrest Gump, for obvious reasons, it's fucking Forrest <laughs> Gump, um, Finding Nemo, cause, god, I don't know, it's fucking really good, the story's epic, you know, his, yeah. his dad searches the, goes across the whole ocean, to save him, he's got a gimpy fin, shit's awesome, <laughs> um, and the third one is Sword in the Stone, the original one, the, like, animated, drawn one? Such. Yeah. Do you remember that movie at all?
1: I don't think so. It was Sword in the Stone, but I, I, I don't think I have ever seen that movie. Oh, dude. I heard of it, though.
0: If you, um... I bet you can find it on YouTube, but it's Sword in the Stone, but it's, like, from 19-whatever, you know? It's old, so it's animated, it's all drawn out, and, uh, it's the story of King Arthur. He's a little kid, though. He's much like a 12-year-old Cody, and, uh... He meets a wizard, and, and the wizard teaches him about life in the world through, like, turning him into different animals and putting him in different situations. It's pretty sick. The kid doesn't know he's going to be king one day, but the wizard does, so he, like, kind of shows him what's up. It's a sick-ass movie. Yeah, that
1: sounds sick. i going to have to look it up. Sword in the Stone.
0: Yep, that's and it's sick. It's just a cartoon. and sick, a lot of drawings. Everything's really epic. That's rad, dude. You do have top three. That was a solid-ass top three. I'm sorry for doubting you. <laughs> Um, okay, moving on. So, living in Long Beach, pretty sick. That house must have been fucking crazy, though. The people you just named that were living there, was it disgusting?
1: Yeah, it was pretty gnarly, man. It was, it was crazy. It was definitely a party house, for sure.
0: Were there any fights, or did you, uh... I know Long Beach can get a little hairy sometimes, especially when there's, like, a lot of dudes out and shit. Yeah, it
1: was... I remember when we first moved in there, everyone was just like, "Yo, Cody, you gotta really be careful out here." I was like, "Cause it wasn't in the best neighborhood in Long Beach. It was like, it was on the border of like Seventh Street, so like more into the more into the city than like closer to the beach and stuff." But yeah, um,
0: it wasn't it wasn't wasn't that bad though. Like we had we made friends with everyone, you know. Yeah.
1: Wasn't, wasn't no bad vibes or anything, but sometimes there's just, like, sketchy people around the block. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're, like, a skateboarder out there, people, you didn't you, mind your business. No, nobody's gonna really, like, do anything, you know?
0: Yeah. Never yeah. never know, though, but... Yeah, I've had a couple experiences. One was at a Walmart in Long Beach in the cut, though. That was kind of sketchy. Yeah. I saw a fight break out. Just, like, broad daylight, Dudes, just getting ignorant, went after it. Pretty good fight. Um and then I think the other one Franklin might have almost got us into a fight we were like leaving uh, whatever the bar is there's the red room probably the red room yeah Yeah, we were leaving there and then I don't know some dudes were saying some shit and then I think Franklin said something and then I don't think it actually ended a fight but it got kinda hairy I was like fuck I don't need this fight right now (laughs) but dudes said like saying gang shit and stuff when that happens I'm always like oh fuck I don't understand any of this
1: (laughs) oh jeez yeah that's where I walk away yeah <laughs> None of that gang stuff, have you
0: have you ever been in a fight? And did you win?
1: I've been in a couple fights and uh, a couple bar fights. Not really? <laughs> I won that one. Well, a guy like tried grabbing my throat. I'm not the person that fights. So, like I'll stick up for myself though, you know? Yeah. Got some like big military dude came up to me and like. He was trying to tell me, like, about my life and stuff. I'm telling, like, because I, like, I was talking to my buddy about how I'm Irish and stuff. And this guy's like, you're not fucking Irish. And then he came up and, like, grabbed my throat. And then I just pushed him back and punched him in the face. Damn. And, like, he was assaulting me by grabbing my throat and stuff and choking me out. So I was, like, defending myself. And then I'm the one that got kicked out of the bar. Bullshit. Yeah, it was bullshit. But...
0: Yeah, that's... the
1: guy pulled out his military ID. He's like, I was in the army. Like, cool, man.
0: Yeah, the, then he should know not to put his fucking hands on someone.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: that happens though. That fucking happens. really. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've been in a couple of fights. Um, I didn't I, win them all. I remember one I, that I didn't win. My friend choked me out. That sucked. <laughs> we got into a fight and like, he didn't want to hurt me and I you know, he I didn't want to hurt him but like, he ended up just like lights out, like, choked me out. Oh, no. So it wasn't even that much of a fight. It was just kind of like wrestling match until I got choked out, and I had to swallow you, my pride. Did you pass out? Yeah, I, like, blacked out, and then I would like, it was only for a second, and then I, like, got up, and I was, like, oh, shit, fucking, he choked me out. We were still friends after that. We worked it out. That,
1: that's good. That's usually how it goes if you're good friends, so.
0: <laughs> yeah we were we, Yeah we were young It was some bullshit When I was younger I'm a grown man now I don't fight anymore Unless it's like Absolutely have to If you have to defend yourself Like if someone grabbed my throat Especially if I'm in a bar Hanging out And I didn't touch anyone first And they just grabbed my throat Get the fuck out of here That's when you gotta fight them
1: <laughs> Yeah that's why I knew Like I won that fight I was like This man just tried doing this to me Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit back And let that happen
0: Yeah that's
1: I'm, not, I'm not a fighter though I don't like fighting people yeah I'd rather just mind my business and stay positive
0: yeah yeah that's a solid plan cause like life's hard enough like you gotta hustle just to like make a living and like figure out who you are and what you wanna do and like all that shit takes work and time and energy and then if you add that fighting ego shit on top of it then you're just squandering your time you know like and you're causing more problems like for for yourself You're you're only digging the hole for yourself so yeah, absolutely. Not, not everyone learns that lesson. That's like a hard lesson to learn, you know? hmm I wanted to ask you earlier, you mentioned, um... Uh... I can't remember. You mentioned religion. Are you religious? Are you Christian?
1: I was raised Christian, yeah. Um... I don't... I don't really, like, believe the Bible word for word, but I do believe that... I do believe Jesus is real, man. And, uh... I know God has helped me out a lot in my time, and uh, there's a lot of wisdom and knowledge in the Bible that I think anybody could really um, benefit from, uh, but yeah, I, I was raised Christian, so, but I, I don't consider myself religious at all, I'm more just, I'm more spiritual, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. I like reli—I like religions. I'm not religious, but I like religions because they have, like, cool stories and they reflect life at times and there's... Like yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah, like you said, there seems to be some truth in there, you know, if you nitpick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you read it literally,
0: you're going to be a crazy dude attacking everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: I've had those encounters with people
0: before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are never fun, right? <laughs> Was it in Long Beach? (laughs) What's that? Was it in Long Beach you had that encounter?
1: (laughs) Oh, no, just... Sometimes it's even friends, close friends, just people I know, like... Family, Uh, (laughs) That's...
0: Just literal?
1: I just don't really like religion in a a way. I feel like it segregates people, like... Makes people against each other because you don't believe in their beliefs or... um, yeah, I don't know. I just... I think love
0: is the best way to go about everything. Yeah. So, I like that. Yeah. I think it starts with, like, people, like, learning to love themselves, you know? As weird and corny as it cliche as that sounds, but, like, you know, when you're young, you don't even know... You just come into this fucking world, Cody. You're like, Psh, shot out. And then it's like, by the time you know it, you're 12, and you're getting checks to skateboard, and you're like, holy shit, what the fuck's going on? And you're enjoying that, and then it's like... Same with me, I do the same thing. And then, you know, you're just trying to figure the shit out. Everyone's trying to figure it out. (laughs) It is scary when people stick to, like, one thing, like a book or, like, one thing. And, like, yes, I'm going to believe this word for word and do all this crazy shit. That's terrifying to me. Because, like, we just keep learning shit. And there's, like, obvious contradictions in religion and stuff like that. I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, I'm not saying get rid of religion, but let's update it, let's be honest, honesty, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Have, uh, have you ever read the book The Secret?
0: The Secret, I've heard of it, and I think I might have flipped through it once, um, but no, is it pretty good?
1: Yeah, it's a really good book, I usually just, I, I read out of that, like, at least once a week, and huh. I, have, I have a journal and stuff that I write in, and take notes and stuff about, about life, and Write down positive intentions and write down goals that I want to achieve. So, and that book has basically inspired me to do that. That book really changed my life. Once I read that book, like, nice. yeah, it was, it was crazy. I found it in a goodwill too, and it was the only one there. So I was like, well, I gotta get this book.
0: <laughs> Sick. And they don't, and they, and it's like a, it's a structure and it gives you ideas, but they don't, like, they're not crucifying people, are they? Or, like, what's the catch, no. you know?
1: It's basically telling you to love yourself. Nice. Be- believe in yourself. Yeah, you never really... I know. And it's kind of like making you conscious of the power that you have inside you and how we're all connected. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. See. So it's not necessarily a religion, it's just a book.
1: No, it's just a book, man. Oh, it's nice. It's your own powers and your manifesting destiny and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. There's a lot of good in that book.
0: Yeah, man, solid. It's super good to be paying attention and learning and growing and being flexible and, like, taking in ideas is is really important. Some people, like, never, like, listen to other things and take ideas in. They just always try to, like, shout over shit. And it's like, sometimes you just gotta listen, take in some information, process it, decide what you like and what's truthful in it for you, and, like, do a collective, and then come back with an idea, you know? Like, that's a good process to have as a tool in your in your life <laughs>
1: absolutely
0: that's sick man yeah i like that stuff i'm I'm big on that i'm my thing is like expression i think we're here to like express ourselves to be the the light that we are to shine to express yourself to like and the problem is there's a lot of repression and we do it to ourselves like we have insecurities and all this stuff and you know we just have to like work on ourselves, and you know be the light that you want to see exact that type of thing you know
1: yeah, you said that good.
0: Because I like, I think everyone has something to offer, like, everyone has a personality, a flavor, everyone's different, like, especially if you're just doing you and trying to be whatever it is, you know, you're trying to figure it out, it's going to be that, you know, the clay ball that's just slowly getting shaped into something sick that you're designing. So, I don't know, it's interesting to me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you feel like, do you feel like skating's kind of like that? Like, you can always, it seems like you can, there's a rabbit hole. Like, I notice you keep getting better. Like, you, do you feel like there's an end to it? Or like, Are you, you're 23, so you're like, to me, it's like you got a long time ahead of you to keep progressing and skating.
1: I feel like it's endless, man. You can always keep learning new things and progressing. Like, um, yeah, that's definitely what I think. I know you can... Anyone can do it, too. It's just if you want to. Yeah. That's that's it, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm 34 now. That's why I asked, because I'm like, damn, I'm 34. My body's like... I'm still like... I have another video part in me, for sure. I'm doing it regardless <laughs> of how gnarly or good it is. I'm going to bust my ass, and I've already got some good clips I'm stoked on. But, like, I can feel it on my body. I'm like, 34, it's just like... I'm like, I don't even have that much time to, like, progress now. Like, because at some point, there's no, there's diminishing returns. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm not quite there, but I can feel the tug. I'm like, uh. So then my, every part to me is like, I really want to make this sick, you know? I've had to adjust my skating, though. Like, it's not, I can't get gnarly like I used to so much. Or I can, but just not as often, you know? How do you feel? How do you feel physically, like, body-wise?
1: Uh, I feel good right now. I mean, my body definitely gets sore, but, uh, yeah, I had surgery on my foot about 10 months ago. I had a bunion on my toe and that was from skating. Like I jumped down this double set and I landed on my toe all weird and it gave me a bunion and, uh, I got surgery on that and I got a plate in my foot now and I mean, it's still, like, every day before I, or when I, like, start skating, like, my foot is sore, like, I, knowing there's a metal plate in there, but, uh, as long as I'm eating healthy and just, like, exercising and stuff and taking it slow and, like, making my way up into skating hard, like, then I'm fine, you know? Yeah. But, like, with my foot, but I definitely think there is room for progression always, you know? And, yeah, just believe in yourself and keep going. Yes. Yeah. And eat healthy. <laughs> Health is wealth,
0: man. Yeah, one hundred percent for sure. And it's cool. The thing about skating that's so cool is there's so many different styles and and um, ways to do it. Like that, there's always progression. Like you don't always have to keep getting gnarlier and gnarlier and gnarlier. Oh. You can get more fine tuned and more finesseful or more tech or whatever. Like there's, it's cool that skating has that many faces and sides to it. It gets me stoked because then I'm like. It doesn't matter your age, you know? It's just the energy and effort you put in, you know? You can still create video parts. Are you working on a video part?
1: Yeah, I am working on a video part right now for the third layer video. It's called Trog Lock.
0: Sick. Trog Army, Army. dude.
1: Yeah, Trog Army.
0: I know, dude. It's so sick. Those guys came out here and was at our park in the Edge Indoor Skate Park.
1: Was that for King of the Grounds?
0: Yeah, I think they came to our park and I hung out with those guys. They're awesome. <laughs> so sick to see him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good dudes, man. Solid.
1: <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know the date of the video, but it's definitely going to be coming out. Hopefully this year. I've been working really hard this past year and this year, so.
0: Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about those Instagram clips, too, because you put out some gnarly ones, just like threw them out there. Were those already in videos, too?
1: No, like, which clips are you talking about?
0: Like, you had you had a couple massive grinds that were insane. You almost got hit by a car, too. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> you put out some shit that I was just like, holy shit, and it was just on Instagram like that. It was sick.
1: Yeah, um, the grinds, those were basically just for fun. You know, like, I grinded that 32 steer handrail, and I kind of just wanted to go on the Internet and people to see it and like it, you know? And like Yeah. Uh, and I i mean i did it for myself it was, that was the craziest feeling i think ever i've ever had in my life is grinding that 30 rail and then the homie the homie ryan wood he did it like he went back there a couple of days later and feebled the thing
0: holy shit but
1: we both got like nominations for sls trick of the year got put up on there so we were one of not we weren't nominations but we were uh, what do you call it contender yeah we were contenders nice <laughs> yeah it was pretty tight man it was surreal Yep. everything worked out.
0: Uh, yeah, that was the one I was speaking of. That was the heavy grind, dude. I was like, "Holy shit, that's insane." How did you, did you just roll, how many tries?
1: Uh, it took about five or six tries, I think.
0: My god. <laughs> yeah. The rails
1: the rails knob now. So, probably we got, we got the tricks on it.
0: <laughs> probably a good idea knob that thing. <laughs> Plus you got the trick, so it's ended. done. <laughs> right, man. Well, fuck. Uh, I, dude, I held you up long enough. Is there anything you wanted to talk about or anything on your mind?
1: Uh, not not really, man. I, I really appreciate you calling me. It's crazy because uh, like I was literally watching watching your podcast of you and Jake Dooley and. A couple other ones like a week or two ago, and then you ended up texting me. So I was like, "Wow, that's actually really crazy. The universe works really fucking crazy."
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I just see you online occasionally. I just think of you because I'm like, the dude shreds, and you are always super cool to me. And I I just I don't know. I like people like that. So I was like, actually, I have had you in my mind to have you on the show for a while. I just like waiting for the stars to line up, and I had a free opening. I was like, I'm gonna hit up Cody because I wanted to just catch up, and because we hadn't seen each other a long time. I just want to see what type of person you grew into. You seem pretty solid, rock solid. Oh yeah,
1: Anthony, thank you.
0: Yeah, no worries, man. You you you've had an interesting life so far, dude, and you have a lot ahead of you. So it's like sky's the limit, man. If you you sound like you got a good head and you know the direction you want to go, you good work ethic, and just keep at it, dude, and fucking the world's yours you know
1: you as well Anthony thank you thank you for that much uh, love
0: yeah no worries um before we go um Instagram Facebook you want any of these and if so what, where can people check out your stuff
1: my Instagram is Cody Davis 612 um facebook cody davis i don't know if you just asked about facebook but i don't i don't go on twitter i don't have those uh, i have snapchat that's cody davis 19 sometimes i post skating on there it's mainly instagram that i'm on though that's where i just post my skateboarding
0: uh, hell yeah and we we'll look forward to that part as well man
1: yeah i'll definitely keep you updated when that comes out and send you a video of it right
0: no thank you cody
1: hell yeah anthony
0: Last thing before we get out of here, um, please check out all I uh, Our new p- camo pack and go is fucking fire. We got our flight jacket that crushes, man. I've been rocking that one. Uh, nothing but the best, man. All made right here in the USA. I'm super proud of all of it. So and also check out All I Need Skate on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, if you want to see epic video skate content, go to YouTube dot um, com forward slash all i need skate all i need skate <laughs> hit subscribe we 're putting up videos on the daily um thank you guys the show has been the shit man i 'm hyped to be a part of this with you and uh excited to keep this going let's let 's see where this goes